0: Hey, Adam. What's up? Uh, stay tuned at the very end of this episode. I got a surprise for you. Right. At the very end.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm Adam Manis, And I'm Peter Martin. You're listening to the You'll Hear it podcast.
0: Daily Jazz Advice coming at
1: you. Coming at you today, sponsored by Open Studio. Hey, check out Open Studio for amazing courses from such incredible jazz artists like Peter Martin here. Jeffrey Keezer, Christian McBride, Diane Reeves, Warren Wolf, Peter Sprague, Amaro Lubombo, Ulysses Owens Jr. Who am I leaving out? Steve Wilson, Greg Sean Jones, g- Greg Hutchinson. I mean, come on. Ruben Rogers. Elio
0: Alves coming, coming soon. Adam Manis. Elio Alves. Jumpstart jump jump Piano Jazz. Here's
1: truly, I mean, I got a lot of stuff now, Pete. We've been working hard, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, come what, see us that at that OpenStudioNetwork.com. And uh, is it still OpenStudioNetwork.com?
0: It is. We're about to transition, but uh, we, the, we're not ready to announce that yet. All right. They'll, they'll always
1: be able to find us somehow, yeah. some way. I mean, you're yeah. listening to our podcast, so you know there's probably a good chance you yeah. know what that's exactly. all about. Anyway, man, yeah. today we're talking about getting beyond the changes. Do you have any idea what that means?
0: Um, I've been trying to change up a bunch of things in my life, and I'm getting beyond <laughs> it, so I absolutely do know. We should just know we are remote. It's We're so smooth, but people, if you're seeing it on the YouTubes, big shout-out to YouTube. Keep searching. Keep videoing, keep doing all that. Way to go, Google! But um, we crazy. are remote Dude. for day two. But I'm excited because it went so good yesterday that um, I don't know. Maybe I'll never come back.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to it. You're in D.C. Is that right?
0: D.C., Washington D.C., our nation's capital. Nice. Kennedy Center. Nice. All that
1: stuff. Yeah. Sure's quiet around here. Peaceful oh, and quiet. It's really nice. <laughs> Piano's all to myself. It's great. Nice. nice. Uh, so we got an email from Nick uh i'm nick from the uk and my question is i've started a couple of monthly jazz clubs in the area and they're going really well i get to play with uh and people get to see the top uk players in our town so all good it's a real learning curve for me and i sometimes get roasted particularly on soloing on really fast tempos you did a podcast on fast tempos and something you said struck me and i wonder if you could elaborate on this you said you don't think about the changes anymore I'd love to find out more about this way of getting beyond changes. Cheers and keep up the amazing work. Nice. Yep. Uh, nice. Thanks, Nick from the UK. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, yeah. it's something that we don't really talk about a lot, but it's, I think, very, very important when you're improvising. I mean, let's yeah. talk about like sort of some mental goals while you're improvising. For me, it's to think about nothing. And I've heard you say that as well. Yeah. I don't want to think about it's it. It's easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> not I'm like, empty-headed, not... as yeah.
0: my wife says, empty-headed. So not a lot no going problem. on up here either, man. So,
1: <laughs> But, you know, when we're improvising, I think we're at our best when we are just listening and reacting and and not thinking about changes or our time or what we want to do in the solo or what we want to eat for lunch. or You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The more we can be out of our heads and in the moment, purely with the music and the people we're in the room with, the better. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, that's easy to say. Uh, but actually achieving this is something that takes a lot of work.
0: Yeah, I think if we, um, yeah, easier said than done, but also actually not that hard to start on that journey to sort of that promised land of what you're describing. We can start this today or the next time you play one of your organized jam sessions, as you said. Give yourself the, the, the leeway to just get a little bit better at this. It's kind of like meditation. We've talked about meditation, and this will help you if you do meditation, you know, guided or otherwise. But the idea is that, yeah, you want to kind of get everything out except for the thing that you're thinking about. But the other, it's not that you can actually keep every thought from creeping. Something will creep in, a, a, a car horn will, will honk, or you'll play a wrong note, whatever. That's okay. But like, are you ready to go back to being empty-headed or whatever? Um, so that's the goal. If we get just a little bit better each time, that's fine. Don't put the pressure on yourself of, like, boom, roasted this time because it's, uh, it's, it's not binary. It's not like I failed and then I succeeded and you pass some line. It's going to be a gradual ascent, and then all of a sudden you're going to be like, wow, I'm kind of in the moment, and you know, 97% of what I'm playing is, is really good, and so I'm well into that category where the momentum starts to kind of take care of itself yeah um is that your experience with it
1: it's totally my experience and meditation has helped me achieve that too we've talked about that before that you know for me i i use the tools that i've learned in my meditation practice on stage all the time because you're right like no one has achieved a light enlightenment that we're aware of and and so like what happens when thoughts creep in all kinds of thoughts from like What are we going to play next to, uh, who's that? that? Do I know that person that just walked in the club? Like to all this, you know what I mean? Like all that stuff can get in the way, uh, of what we want to be, which is in the moment. So I find it very, very helpful. Another thing that I think of sometimes when I'm, when things are popping in my head is, is, and I remember a teacher told me this once that our attention tends to follow our eyes. So Mm. if I start to, to wander, I'll either look down at the keyboard or maybe at a musician that I might want to make a connection with, like the drummer or the bass player, you know, and I'll, I'll focus my visual attention on something and, and that will kind of bring me to the moment, you know, even just being like, I'm just going to watch the bass player's finger hit it, hit the string. And I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm just going to watch that. And, and it, it kind of, that's where my attention goes, or I'm just going to watch my hands on the piano and not think about the chord changes. Um, yeah. th- those things, uh, I find very helpful. And then, you know, well, go ahead. You no,
0: know, I was just thinking of Sophie for, for that. You could apply what it really is. There's a number of different distractions, you know, and certainly visual and, things that happen. You know, there's all these different things. And somebody could say, well, I have a different kind of distraction. But the idea is that we're getting in the habit of overcoming them, mm. removing them, or, or putting ourselves in the position. You know, it's like we talked about habits two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. And, you know, something that is, you know, really takes a higher level, maybe of concentration and kind of combination of concentration, skill Agility, um, dexterity—all these kind of things that we have to pull together in order to be able to play fast, so to you know, so to speak. Uh, you have to get in a lot of good habits um, and combine them. You
1: yeah, know, so, so that's
0: why we, the, you know, we sort of take our time with this. But you can do certain things like, like maybe you position yourself, maybe just close your eyes. That's the easiest way not to be, you know, if you're being distracted by something visually, or, or you position the, the seat a little bit, or, or whatever you have to do, and then eventually you'll get to the point where you're in the habit of just not being distracted visually. Then you can open your eyes again and it won't bother you as much. Um, if you kind of focus, you know, if the drums like distract you or throw you off, even if they're really good, if that like keeps you from being able to play fast or whatever, concentrate on the bass. get in the habit of doing that. But mm-hmm. whatever it is that we do, it can't, you can't just do it once, you know, to form a habit. Some people say it takes two weeks or 10,000 hours, whatever. It's never that easy, but you got to do it over and over again until it's like, it just sort of, cause we, you know, there's the undoing of bad habits, and I want to talk about those. You know, to, to to the to the the point of Christian McBride, we always come back. I can tell you some things not to do. Yeah. it's almost easier to focus on those. But but as we're getting rid of the bad habits, we want to be bringing in new habits. But sometimes, as we get rid of the bad habits, especially with this kind of thing for playing fast, you'll be actually kind of automatically almost replacing them with good habits. That's so true. Um, yeah, and I think actually the the biggest bad habit. That will uh, get get in the way and kind of rear its ugly ugly head for playing fast is breathe. Yeah, we talk about number one. Listen, but a lot of times when we're playing fast, remember we had Ruben Rogers in the studio and he said, number one, we were like, listen, he's like, no, breathe, you know, and so what a breather that guy is. Man, he's a breather, man. That dude is straight oxygen, man. hes It's like he's in Aspen, Colorado, even when he's at sea level. It's incredible.
1: No, but he did that exercise. I think you guys were playing Cherokee or something, like just crazy fast. And yeah. he kind of exaggerated how he breathes. And he breathes these beautiful, big, slow breaths as he's doing this unbelievably physical activity on the bass. You know, these, these super fast quarter notes played like perfectly even and, 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 you know, struck in just the most beautiful way. Um, one thing I was thinking about as you were talking about, um, about uh, getting out of the getting out of your head is, is like, instead of thinking about the changes as a, as a. Intellectual concept, think about the changes as a sound, right? Sometimes I'll Mm -hmm. think about that. I, I don't, I won't future cast like, okay, next up is two, five to E flat but I try to think about the sound that's about to happen. You know what I mean? Or, I mean, I like that just it. naturally like happens, it. where, like, the yeah. sound comes to me of what's about to go on. And so that's, yeah. in a way, like, I think when we're really out of the changes, we're just hearing what's happening. What's happening next is anticipated, but in, a, in in the sound of it, not in, like, the name of it. You know what I mean? I
0: like that. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm thinking, like, what, what that made me think of was sort of sound um, in kind of a, a general, maybe, harmonic area. That we could apply our improvisational, you know, sounds or melodies or whatever. Like thinking about what sounds are available. That's what comes to my mind, and maybe even stretching things out bigger than they are. Like if there's if the chords are moving really fast, like we think of Cherokee as the chords moving really fast. But if you think about tonal centers and kind of you know diatonic movements and stuff, yeah, you can actually stretch about that they're even really fast. You're sitting there for a while. It's a not couple, changing like every two beats. Yeah, it's there's... not like giant steps.
1: No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. just a couple of the And I mean, worst a sections.
0: Yeah, in worst case scenario, we can just go, you know, straight B flat major scale. I mean, it won't work great, but it'll work, right?
1: Yeah, don't be a hero,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but don't be a zero.
1: Don't be a zero. One more thing, yeah. Nick, and and I should have. We probably should have started with this, but the obvious thing on this is, you don't want to get stuck thinking about something because you don't know it. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't, if if there's a B flat, se- if you want to play a B flat seven uh, flat nine, and you don't know that your half whole scale that great, like that's going to be a problem. So really yeah. you have yeah. to put in the work to just get these things in your finger, mm-hmm. in your brain so that you yeah. can recall them without having to think about them. Like that's, that's the first yeah. thing, you know, obviously.
0: Yeah. And the other thing too, is I just heard a story that I remember cause I was there it was years ago. It was great. Marcus Prince up, who's a wonderful trumpeter from uh, Georgia who's up here teaching with us. He uh, told the story about when we were on tour with Wynton Marsalis years ago. And I remembered being there and it was, such a cool thing witness somebody who's known to trumpet players well i mean to everybody but like as being a master of like being able to relax and really just kill at fast tempos. Mm. and like he's been playing cherokee for years i heard of the first one i think when i was in high school just incredible agility and like right in the time and like you know phrasing and everything but there was uh um, we were playing somewhere and he We did like it was with the big band, I think, the Lincoln Center, and then like on the encore, he called Cherokee, and it was just it was kind of funny because like he played okay, but it wasn't the usual like Wynton thing, and I think he'd been dealing with a lot of stuff, and maybe you know it was still really good, and if you didn't know him or hadn't heard him, you'd be like, wow, that was great, but it wasn't the like the the typical kind of Wynton playing over Cherokee, and uh, we all kind of felt it on stage, but it was like yeah, whatever, you know, everyone can have an off night, but it was weird for him especially on that tune and playing fast. Mm. But when we came off stage, you know, normally Wynton is so great. Like right afterwards, he's like signing autographs and meeting young musicians and all this kind of stuff. I've never seen this. Like he went in his dressing room, closed the door right after and was in there shedding slowly over Cherokee. Like he didn't care that everyone and he sat there for like an hour wow. like just practicing you know so it's also it's not a thing of like oh we've achieved enlightenment and now we've mastered this you know you have to be checking yourself all the time and you know trumpet piano bass all these different instruments have different technical challenges uh for playing fast And and once you get it don't think you're always going to have it you got to keep maintaining it you know but you got to have that dedication discipline uh, and commitment and, and and love of the music and, and love of coming through at those fast temples uh, to be able to sustain that over time.
1: So true. Thank you, Nick, yeah. uh, for sending in the email. Great question. Yeah. Uh, if you want to send us an email, Pete, where should they go?
0: Uh, they should go to Gmail and uh, <coughs> form form an account and then go to their outbox and say, create. what is it, create email and Let's then send that to... Okay. I don't know where they send it, actually. Do they send it to Andrew at... Open Andrew, Network. can we get .com? jeff
1: clap back in here please just much more <laughs>
0: Sorry. In- is he much <laughs> the clapper clapper, dapper. clapper dapper. um no they send it to i really don't know what are the where do they send it
1: you, you know you go to you'll hear you can leave us a message you can oh, okay. leave us a speak okay. pipe and right, i set that ahead. up for you on a golden tee
0: no you didn't because you said where would they send us an email and that's kind of a funny thing because we've never had a you'll hear it email address
1: oh that's true so, okay like so that, that is confuse. that is my bad that is my bad
0: that's okay yeah go to you'll hear it.com check out the new blog maybe it's not new to you but it's new to somebody we've got you know we've been having a lot of sharing and ratings and reviews we're not going to ask for those but just say that that's being done but it really leads to we just got that message today about oh i just heard about your podcast you've been living under a a jazz rock do i have to call the jazz police on you no i mean there's still people discovering us that want to hear this so Uh keep that up um, and then, do we talk about our special secret surprise after the? Oh yeah,
1: wait, that, that's enough. Oh, that's it. The they'll see episode. it. Hey, but you did say you wanted to end on a song. What, what song are you talking about? When we um, first, I did
0: not say that. What are you talking about? No, I said we're gonna after the, the ending song, our normal one. There's gonna be a surprise. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. A, a new tradition. This is. I
1: mean, you surprised me, man. I don't even know what's going on.
0: Hey, man, that's how we do it. So, All right, well, we'll, we'll talk about it more tomorrow because
1: you'll hear it. I'm Adam Mannis.
0: And I'm Peter Martin.
1: And you're listening to the You'll Hear a podcast.
0: Daily Jazz Advice coming at you.
1: Coming at you today, sponsored by Open Studio. Open Studio is a place where you can uh, get jazz lesson. La la la. Let's start that over again. La 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 la.
0: Oh, that's a good blooper. That's your blooper <laughs> right there. Yeah. No, that's the kind of thing. D- d- dude, tell Andrew this should be easy AF because we have bloopers every time.
1: See, Andrew?